Recovery is stupendous. Achievable. Hope. Freedom. 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 Empowering. It's unique to everyone. It's a journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down. Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life. For me, it was finding a way to really love myself. My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose. Welcome to Recovery Talks Facebook Live event. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, my name is Bill Devil. I'm the mentoring and membership coordinator for Montana's Peer Network, and we're joined with... Hey, my name is Brent Morris. I'm the Peer Services Coordinator. Thanks for joining with us today, Brent. Uh, today's topic is going to be balance in recovery. So why don't we go ahead and dive into the topic, balance in recovery. One of the things that I, that I, that I want to mention about balance in recovery is there's not one cookie cutter, one size fits all when it comes to balance in recovery. There are a lot of different factors when, when we enter into recovery um, that we have to juggle. So balance in recovery at six months and balance in recovery when you have two or three years into recovery are, are going to look different. And Bill, some examples of balance in our recovery can be, you know, our um, emotional, our, our physical selves, you know, our, our education, our spiritual, kind of the parts of our lives that make up our life and make up our holistic 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 life for sure so let's uh let's start out with an example of I'll, I'll just use myself as an example six months into recovery i was in intensive outpatient um, i was court ordered to go to mental health treatment and i had doc that I was involved. So, so my balance at that particular time in my life was kind of predetermined by the obligations that I had to adhere to by being on probation and parole. I had to report to DOC once a week. I had to attend self-help groups at a minimum of three a week. I also had to follow all recommendations of my mental health providers. So my balance early in recovery was somewhat predetermined by being on probation and parole. And so that was difficult for me at first to adhere to, but I didn't have a choice. I didn't want to get violated on my probation. So I did the best I could to adhere to those particular recommendations. So our recoveries will change, won't they? You know, you mentioned early in recovery, how they were determined by the environment you were in working with the law and different things like this. Moving on through the recovery, what are some of the changes that happened later on in your life? Well, I'm glad you mentioned that, Brent. So probation and parole were in my life for the first 18 months of my recovery. But somewhere along that line, while in probation and parole, my balance had shifted and changed it, changed due to my willingness to want to recover. 
So my balance changed in my meeting attendance. My balance changed in partici participating more in my mental health recovery. So, so the three that were mandated and just following the recommendations of my mental health providers was the bare minimum at first. And somewhere along 11 or 12 months where I thought recovery could happen or, or the question was posed, why not recover? I started adding things that were gonna help me in my recovery. And so that's kind of how my recovery over time evolved and the balance shifted to a little heavier emphasis on my recovery and the things that I, that I was choosing to do um, on a weekly basis. My recovery started off similar to yours. It was predetermined by uh, falling through with parole probation, different requirements for community service, things like this. And one of my, as I matured and my maturing in my recovery, I was obsessive. I would find something to do and become obsessive of that. And I had to find a balance, you know, an equal healthy balance. I learned that extra physical exercise, eating healthy, and my self-care. I didn't, I didn't understand that in the beginning how important the self-care was. How was that for you? You know, self-care for me was a little skewed because I, 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 I thought in my early recovery, my self-care was going to the 12-step meetings and attending all my mental health appointments. Self-care was something that I just thought was built into to my balance, unaware that I needed to take care of my health, I needed to take care of my body, I needed to go to the dentist, things like that um, kind of evolved over time. One of the things that I do want to mention as well is, is for me, I was single. I didn't have children that I was obligated to. And so for a lot of people, a lot of people have kids that have to be considered into balance in your early recovery and throughout your recovery. Um, some people attend school. And so all these different factors that, that play a role that, that takes some of our time need to be considered and prioritized in our recovery. And so <clears throat> three to five meetings for me, once I bought into recovery, uh, might not work for an individual that's married and has kids and is attending school and has a part-time job or a full-time job. <clears throat> All these things need to be considered um, and prioritized. Now, I know for myself, recovery comes first. If I don't have recovery in my life, everything else that I'm trying to balance goes away. So honesty plays a big factor in when we are creating balance in, in our recovery. 
and each of those different factors that I just mentioned, family, schooling, job, 12-step meetings, if, if you choose to attend church or spirituality, all of those things take a little piece of your time. And so balancing all those things is, is somewhat of an art and being honest with all those people that are involved and all those different agencies that are involved uh, play a big part in being able to create balance where all those different needs are met. Um, so uh, it can be somewhat challenging. And, and I know for myself, it was, it was trial and error. I'll try this for a little while. And, and, I, and I don't, I feel like I'm not giving enough attention to this area. Um, so I'll cut down on one meeting a week to make sure that I can work on my spirituality and tend, attend church. Being willing to be honest with yourself and those people that are involved in your life is, is key to be able to create balance. You know, it's, you mentioned that the honesty with yourself, and I was talking about my being obsessive at certain times in my recovery with what I was doing. I was not honest with myself. I'm a people pleaser by my personality. Mm. So I was trying to fit a model and I would talk to the people what they suggested, what they did in their recoveries. And I was trying to do what I thought they wanted me to do. And that wasn't healthy. So like, you know, like you're saying, I tried different, whether it be um, a meeting, whether it be talking myself to a group, whether it be church or and both. Um, different educational things for classes, that type of thing. But I had to find myself in this and, you know, understand that it was for me and for my health, I had to concentrate on myself, not what other people were telling me. You know, they were giving me their examples, peer support, but I was taking it as that's what I had to do. I wasn't listening to it as an idea I could use as an opportunity. And, you know, then as, as I matured in my recovery, the balance allowed me to not have the the road bumps or the barriers in my my day to life be as big. My right. balance was in place. I could um, go through life easier. I could cope easier with changes. You know, every day has new challenges. I could cope easier. I could change my routine if the routine changed or a different thing in that day. You know, something totally off the wall happened, just unexpected. Um, before I would lose it and start drinking or blow up, you know, and after you maturing and stuff and it just became a, okay, you roll through it and take care of it and move on. So the balance is very important for us. For sure. One of the other things that, that um, I, I have found out through my recovery is the first five years of my recovery were pretty easily balanced. I was on, I was on SSDI. I was living with my parents. I had a volunteer job that took two evenings a week. So I was able to dedicate enough time in each area of my life due to the limited amount of responsibilities that I had. Um, but that changed when I got a full-time job. 
So I go from working part-time voluntarily um, from six to 10 at night, two times a week to working an eight to five job. My balance was all out of whack all of a sudden and, and I had to restructure it. So it's interesting as, our, as, our, as we develop in our recovery and new things get put on our plate and we add things uh, to our lives that we then have to restructure our balance once again. And uh, just, something, just something to think about. You're in school and you finally get done with school and that frees up a chunk of time. And so when that happens, what are you gonna do with that time? How are you going to, to apply that time that was utilized for, for schooling? What are you gonna do with that now? And that's where the honesty comes in and the prioritizing comes in. So and be able to use it, use it healthy, you know, use that time in a healthy manner. That's now yeah. open, you know, and through our lives, we have different relationships. Maybe, maybe get married, you know, you mentioned children, you know, education, obligation or different time you volunteer for different things. Our lives change and the balance is the balance in our recovery will change with it. It's not bad. It's good though. You know, it's good. We can change balances. Our boundaries change. Different things in our life changes. So it's, it's good that we were able to change the balance in our, in our recovery and have a fifth of life at the, our, our lives at that time. There have been a few life events that, that have happened in, in, in my recovery where my balance in my recovery has had to shift. What are some examples? So first example is, is my son was born and, and, and I didn't handle this probably correctly at first. I tried to keep my same recovery routine. I tried to keep my same exact balance and I was needed at home some of the time. And so that's where the honesty came in. And that's where my wife was able to say, Bill, can you, can you, can you pick certain nights during the week that you go to meetings? I would like you home. You know, not that we didn't go to meetings together, but she wanted some time where we were just all at home together without having to go anywhere every single night during the week. And I had to shift um, some priorities and I don't know why I just didn't realize that, oh, I have a son now, I'm, I'm a dad, I'm gonna have to spend more time at home being a family. Um, it, just, it just didn't happen naturally that way. My wife had to say, I would like to spend some time at home with just us. And I had to go, oh, maybe that's a good idea, you know? And so the other thing that happens when we, when we evolve in our recovery is, is we, take on service positions and we get more responsibilities. And, and, and I know in, in my life, in my recovery, sometimes I took too many service positions and I got way out of balance and way out of whack. And, and that wasn't good for my recovery at all. Intentionally, or my intentions were, I wanna be a service. I wanna help others. I wanna be outside of myself. 
Um, and I was forgetting to care about myself. What you were talking about, Brent, that self-care. I need, I need to recharge my batteries sometimes as well. And it's real easy to get out of whack sometimes on, on all of that. Well, and it goes back to the self-honesty. You know, I was similar. Probably five, six years into my recovery, I felt so good. I want to help everyone. I want to be a part of everything. Two things happened. Stress. And I got involved with some peers from the past that weren't healthy, that weren't living healthy. That was a tough setback, you know, for me to um, be aware of what was going on and refocus my balance, you know, you know, in healthy, healthy living. Look what I'm doing to myself and, you know, looking to relapse. Yeah. So it's at the time in our lives when it doesn't seem important, but it is. And yeah. it, it, make, it can make uh, stressful or stress less just in that part of our recovery. Yeah. Well, we talked about recovery or balance in recovery. This was just kind of a, a topic that we wanted to throw some things out there for, for you guys to be able to consider in your, in your own life, some factors that play into it, maybe some things you hadn't been paying attention to, or maybe the, some of the things you did realize, but needed that extra encouragement to recalibrate that balance in your recovery. Thanks for joining us. Brent, do you have any final words for us here on balance in recovery? You know, I just want to thank everybody for the time today. And Montez Per Network is here for you all. And um, just the, the balance in our life is part, just be aware of it, you know, and, and just be aware of yourself. Most definitely. Recovery Talks podcasts are available every week from MPN. Past episodes are available on our website, montanapeernetwork.org, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. If you'd like to be a guest, please email me or Andy, bill at mtpeernetwork.org or andy at mtpeernetwork.org. And thanks for joining us today and we'll see you next time. Thank you guys. Bye. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works, recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery is possible.